0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
1: Did the Pelicans knock themselves out of contention last night? Why is it Tebow time in Jacksonville? Plus, who's doing the best job of tanking? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports.
0: Found Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Another season, another playoffs, potentially without one of the league's brightest stars, Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans still have a glimmer of hope to get into the playing game, but it is not looking good. Joining me now from Locked on Pelicans, Jake Madison. And Jake, let's assume the Pels don't make it. And that is a safe assumption at this point. Where does this team go from here? Is it a matter of just trying to make the pieces fit a little bit cleaner? Do there need to be changes made?
2: How do they make this work moving forward? You know, I I think it's somewhere in between making the pieces work and and wholesale changes. You clearly have two building blocks, one in Brandon Ingram and also more importantly, Zion Williamson. And as we've seen point Zion this year can work really, really well, but there's some very clear limitations to what he can do with the way teams are starting to defend him. So you need to kind of find counters to that more instant offense kind of guys, I think is the direction this team will go this offseason. But I don't know if you know, being left out of the playing tournament really changes much. Say they even got in there. Does it ultimately matter if you were to have been bounced out of the playing tournament or even if you got in as the eight seed getting swept by whether it's the, you know, Utah Jazz or Phoenix Suns, the trajectory doesn't change much for New Orleans. And in a way, kind of failing like this, I think makes it very plain to see they've got to make some significant changes this offseason. So it's not just tinkering around the edges, but I don't think you need to blow it up all around Zion Williamson. And the good news is the Pelicans have the draft picks and the the assets to go out and make any kind of move they determine that they need to make. So they're at least in a good position this offseason to shake things up enough to not have to go through this again next season because the expectations are certainly going to be higher. You know, let's
1: say they get that eighth seed and they have to play a Phoenix or a Utah. Your flaws are magnified and you get to see, okay, this is what works These are where our strengths can be, and that would be valuable information for this team trying to build moving forward. Missing out on that opportunity makes it just a little bit
2: more of a guessing game, doesn't it? Maybe to some degree, but you've also had at that point 72 games to really see what works sure. and what doesn't. Sure. And I don't think you want to overreact to, you know, what what could be a four-game series. Very clearly they need more shooting around Zion Williamson. Very clearly you you kind of have seen that maybe Lonzo Ball doesn't really fit in the backcourt with both, you know, Brandon Ingram and and uh Zion Williamson there we go in the front court there and you need to make some changes with a more aggressive guard that's capable of breaking down defenses I think they've seen that you know the record as we're recording this is 31 and 38 and if they were kind of good or at least kind of pulling the the wool over our eyes their record would be better than what it is but their flaws have been laid pretty bare this season and there should be no doubt what david griffin and the rest of this front office needs to do this offseason
1: locked on today is brought to you in partnership with odyssey that's a-u-d-a-c-y your new home for music news sports and podcasts download the odyssey app today coming up why is it tebow time in jacksonville that's next
2: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: The Utah Jazz had an opportunity to put more distance between them and the Phoenix Suns for the top spot in the West. The only problem was the Golden State Warriors had other ideas.
3: Utah Jazz lose to the Golden State Warriors despite a furious finish, 119-116 David Locke. The big story on this one is the Jazz now need to win their final three games to gain the number one seed unless Phoenix loses somewhere along the way. The Jazz lose to the Warriors for the second time in Oakland in the second half of the season. Steph Curry hits a three late in the game off an offensive rebound kickout for his 36th point of the night. How great is Steph Curry? Jazz really defended Curry very, very well tonight. Did almost everything they wanted with him, and he still finished with 36 points. Jazz got run out of this game in the third quarter. We're down 18. And then Jordan Clarkson went bananas, scoring 24 points in the fourth quarter, finishing with 40 off the first half that might have been his worst first half of the entire season. But thus is the Jordan Clarkson experience. And the Jazz rallied back without Donovan Mitchell, without Mike Conley, and had a chance to take the lead late when Clarkson drove to the basket for a heavily contested layup. He missed it, and the Warriors held on to win it.
1: The Celtics were trending in the wrong direction before they got some very bad news on Monday.
3: Hey there, John Corrales here from the Locked On Celtics podcast with breaking news about Jalen Brown, a torn ligament in his left wrist, is going to require surgery, and he is now done for the season. A huge blow for the Boston Celtics who have been fighting for playoff positioning. He's been out with a sprained left ankle. The Celtics have been without one of their key players for basically most of the season. And now without Jalen Brown, it's hard to imagine that this team is going to put together any sort of deep run, even though that might have been miraculous in the first place. Now without Jalen, it feels like it's almost impossible.
1: Russell Westbrook made history on Monday with 8.30 remaining in the fourth quarter against the Atlanta Hawks. He collected his 182nd triple-double, breaking Oscar Robertson's record for most career triple-doubles. However, with the game on the line, Westbrook couldn't get the ball to go in, and the Hawks won 125-124. Atlanta now only a half game behind the Knicks for the fourth spot in the East. The Seattle Mariners are expected to call up top prospect Jared Kelnick on Thursday. Kelnick, the number six pick in the 2018 draft, is ranked the number three prospect in baseball. While things can change, the plan is to promote Kelnick, an outfielder, for the first game of Seattle's home series against the Cleveland Indians. The Mariners are currently 18 and 17 on the season. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for today on betonline.ag. The Phoenix Suns try to catch the Utah Jazz, and they get Golden State on a back-to-back after facing the Jazz. The BetOnline.ag line for this game is Phoenix giving five. The Oklahoma City Thunder and the Sacramento Kings are in a battle for the bottom. The BetOnline.ag line is Sacramento giving ten and a half. For all your NBA, MLB, NHL, and NFL futures, horse racing, and all other gambling needs, check out the latest on betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus.
2: Here is another
1: story you need to know. After almost 10 years, Tebow time is back. The last time we saw Tim Tebow on an NFL field, In the regular season was 2012. He is expected to sign a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, not to back up Trevor Lawrence to play tight end for, I don't know, reasons. Join me now from Locked On Jaguars and your host of Locked On NFL with James Rapine, Tony Wiggins. And Tony, why? I, I guess that's what it comes down to. Why?
4: I just think Urban Meyer, if he needed somebody to fly a helicopter, he's gonna get Tim Tebow to do it. I mean, the thing (laughs) is, is when you've won and that guy has been the guy you've won with i think you'll always believe in him uh as an athlete and and he probably just understands tim and his competitiveness but for urban to talk so much about how this process was difficult because of a lack of familiarity with free agents and not being able to really get close to guys and how hard that was i know he knows tim but it's been eight years it's been eight years and it's a position change and it also represents a guy who, who's just been away from football, and he hasn't seen him play at that position. So that that's the part that kind of bewilders everybody. And then there's another caveat here, and I'll go real quick with this: the whole Tim Tebow saga and coming here, and the Jaguars not finding a quarterback for the last decade and a half. Tebow was a big part of that because there was a there was three or four years of arguments every time that he was available because of the proximity to the University of Florida. And the fan base was really divided and there was constant arguments on social media about him and that represents a real bad part of the history of this franchise that people had a, a hangover about mm. so you get trevor lawrence this year and it's it's like finally the football guys have blessed us and what do you do you bring in this guy and it reminds everybody of yesterday this it, it and and already here on twitter folks are going back and forth so if you have a, a tim tebow take of where you don't understand why you bring in somebody who's going to be 34 years old and use him as a position change player, and you just don't want to revisit it, all of a sudden now you become a hater and you don't like Tim. And I think that's unfair to people if you're just making a football assessment.
1: Yeah, that, that that's really good insight there. I, that, that was something that I had not considered. I have to say, though, Tony, I was, I was looking at the Jaguars' tight end roster, yeah. th- that depth chart, oof. I I guess I understand it from that perspective of Urban Meyer just going, hey, let's let's just see. I love Tim Tebow. He says he can do it. Let's just see. It doesn't hurt to see because it's not like they've got, you know, Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski fighting out for snaps here.
4: Right. And, and you make a valid point. Uh, Urban is concerned about the position. He mentioned it prior to free agency. He mentioned it prior to the draft. Now, they did draft this kid from Ohio State that Urban recruited. Uh, who played really well in, in the playoffs? He caught a couple of touchdowns against Clemson. The the problem is is and this is where the, the the this is where the issue comes up for me. It's not as if they had a shortage of draft picks, and I know you can't address everything. And they used their draft choices on somewhere on, on other people, but they had more money, more cap space than anyone, and they still do. Why didn't you go get somebody? I mean, from the rumors say that they got to outbid for Jonu Smith. And then they got outbid for Hunter Henry. The irony is both of those guys ended up in the same place in New England. You mean you couldn't get one of them?
1: Who is doing the best job of tanking? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They've got base flavors, delicious flavors like peanut butter, brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, and then the limited time flavors, stuff like my favorite, the coconut brownie, all of them low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. I don't know how they do it. I don't ask questions. All I know is these things are delicious. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 just for being a listener. LOCKED15 gets you 15% off at builtbar.com.
0: Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day.
1: The play-in tournament was supposed to incentivize teams not to tank, to take these last games more seriously rather than say, eh, you know what, we care more about our draft stock than winning basketball games. Joining me now, host of Locked On Kings and the all-new Locked On Now, Matt George. And Matt, when you look at this landscape of teams at the bottom of the league, teams looking like they're going to be at the top of the NBA draft board, there are some teams who wanted to be good and just aren't. <laughs> and there are some teams that really didn't care about being good. So for you, which team has been the best at tanking?
0: Good choice of a guest here, bringing on someone to talk about tanking who absolutely can't stand it, but. You know, I understand the value of it. I think the obvious answer would be the Houston Rockets, right? Especially with the transition they went on this entire year going from, hey, we have James Harden. Now we're adding John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins to the fray. We have a chance to maybe sneak in. Then James leaves and everybody gets injured and everything falls apart. But that's that's a cop-out answer to me. Uh, the Sacramento Kings just absolutely beat down on the Oklahoma City Thunder and they have the Thunder again tonight. I'm going to say the Oklahoma City Thunder have, have done an excellent job of tanking. And I also add in the cap caveat, which maybe is a bit cheating, but the caveat, the fact that they have accumulated so many draft picks over these next few seasons uh, to be able to go into this season with a very good chance uh, at a top three pick, a very good chance at the number one overall pick. I think they have a 50% chance to be in the top four and like a 13, which is pretty high percent chance to get number one overall. Uh, OKC is essentially shut things down in a major way since Chris Paul was uh, uh, was traded to the Phoenix Suns. So I'm going to give it to them.
1: Yeah, and, and Oklahoma City has accumulated assets, to your point. I, I had a son during uh, the COVID quarantine, and I think he will be old enough to drive by the time Oklahoma City no longer has other people's first-round picks that, have, that it will confer over the last uh, year's worth of moves that they've made. I, I think the the Thunder is a great answer, and I thought I was going to sneak in and, and be cool and say the Thunder because you were going to go with the Rockets. So you kind of stole my thunder, no pun intended, on that one. What about a team like the Cavaliers? Because, hey, guess what? All of a sudden, they have become incapable of winning a basketball game.
0: See, I'm not completely convinced that the Cavaliers are trying to lose. <laughs> like when I when I look at the Cavaliers play and I look at how good I, I believe Colin Sexton to be. I know he's, I guess, ticked off some teammates or ticked off Kevin Love, I suppose, is what everybody's saying uh, with the amount of time the ball is in his hands. But I think the Cleveland Cavaliers are doing a better job of maybe what the Sacramento Kings should have been doing which is uh, trying to intentionally lose games at the end of the season, even though you have young pieces that you want to develop and excel and and move forward. So I didn't give it to Cleveland because of that. When I look at OKC and I look at Cleveland, I see one team that's clearly trying to lose and another that couldn't be bothered either way.
1: And finally, Sean Culkin won't be converting his NFL salary to Bitcoin after all. Culkin, who recently attracted attention for his plan to be the first NFL player to convert 100% of his paycheck to cryptocurrency, was released by the Chiefs on Monday. Had he made the Chiefs, Culkin would have received a salary of $920,000 from Kansas City in U.S. dollars. Culkin then planned to convert that money into Bitcoin. I guess he'll just have to mine it like everyone else. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Wednesday, will LeBron play for LA and will the Lakers have enough to beat the Knicks? Think about that sentence for a second. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.